Welcome to episode 94 of the Twim Show. This is your host, Sajid Islam, and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates on the week, uh, digi- notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of January 31, 2022. So let's start with Microsoft first today. So Microsoft has announced that portfolio bid uh, strategies uh, as well as integration with Google Tag Manager is now available. So let me explain to you what portfolio bid strategies are. Uh, this is a feature that adjusts bidding across multiple campaigns to balance uh, under and overperforming campaigns that share the same bidding strategy. So what this basically does is like, you know, you make changes uh, in one place and it goes across your campaigns. It actually can help save time that might otherwise be spending on manually adjusting bids. So that's all. So it's good for companies that have quite a few campaigns and spending like in a big amount of uh, dollars on a daily basis. Okay. With that, the other thing is obviously tag manager integration. What this allow, it allows you to do is enables you to automatically copy the setup used by your uh, existing tag. So it just makes it easier to work with Google Tag Manager. Now, if you're not using Google Tag Manager, then it doesn't apply to you. However, in this day and age, especially in January 2022 and beyond, you should be using Tag Manager. There is no reason for you to not use it uh, unless, of course, you're using a platform that does not support Tag Manager. With that, let's move on to the next update. So the next update is from Pinterest. And this is something you know, i really excited about. Uh, it's like Pinterest introduces augmented reality try-on on for furnitures. And if you've been following our show, you know we've been talking about how Snap has... Um, uh, you know, try on features with clothes. And I've always said, you know, that's the future because as people get warmed up to the concept of uh, online shopping and buying clothes at home, the one question that we cannot shake is how will how am I going to look in these clothes? Like, And that was about clothes. Now, furniture-wise, you know, obviously... You know, we all have to buy furnitures, not maybe on a regular basis, but if you want to shop online, you want to see how this furniture looks in relation to other things. And sometimes you don't want to drive over to and go buy, take a look at it and then bring it home. So Pinterest just solves a big problem. And I'm surprised this didn't come from uh, Snap, but came from Pinterest. Nevertheless, it's a great update. Uh, With this thing, what you can do is um, you can obviously put up, as the title says, you know, you can put a piece of furniture in your room and you can see how it looks in relation to everything you have and go from there. Okay, with that, uh, let's move on to the next update. Uh, Next update is... Twitter launches new toolbox hub to highlight helpful creation moderation analytics tool. Like, you know, this is the first of its kind from Twitter. And I wish uh, all the other platforms would do that. Twitter is taking a very different approach, right? Where they're saying, hey, if you want to use Twitter, these are some of the tools that you can use to actually make your life easier, better, and things like that. Obviously, you know, sometime in down the road, you're going to mark my words, you're going to see... what is it called? A partners program. But for now, I think Twitter is just creating a website with other tools and check it out if you use Twitter because I checked it out and, you know, I did find one tool that is amazing. Uh, it's basically allows you to take a, you know, long essay and slice it up into smaller tweets. And I often, that's, it has been a challenge uh, for me where, you know, how do I take a long tweet 
condense into 280 characters, but this thing can, if you can have like thousand words worth of tweet uh, in one document and it's going to slice it up for you and give it to you and show it to you how it looks. Amazing tool. And there are other tools as well. Okay. Let's move on to revenues. Obviously, this week there were revenue updates from Facebook, Pinterest, Snap, as well as Google. Uh, We're going to cover Google in a different way, in a different update. But for now, I'm going to lump up Facebook, Pinterest, and Snap. Pinterest actually became a profitable company. Uh, They basically reported uh, about $846 million, 20% growth year over year. But again, hey, this is not a show about uh, how these companies are doing financially, but this kind of ties back into the update that I just covered two couple of slides back. I mean, actually, I'm looking at a slide, so that's why I'm saying a couple of slides back. But what I'm saying is, that Pinterest is a social platform uh, that I have always, uh, you know, thought has the opportunity to become the next big thing in after, of course, Facebook and TikTok. But, and this full disclaimer, I do own stocks in uh, Pinterest and Snap. Okay, so that's a great news from Pinterest. Uh, you know, they're, the company is growing. Monthly active users are also growing. Snapchat also posts its first full year of positive cash flow. That basically means they have had uh, profits all throughout the year in 2021. Uh, on the contrary, Facebook reported a loss and they lost a million daily active users. They gave out some guidance where they plan, they think they're going to lose about 10 billion with a B dollars in 2022 because of Apple's privacy tracking, things like that. Um, so overall, you know, Facebook didn't profit, uh, didn't post a very stellar number in Q4 2021. Uh, their stock price went down, but again, you know, that's a different discussion. But what this basically says, and Facebook has been blaming Apple, blaming everyone else, blaming, you know, inflation, blaming supply chain things, everything except for the fact that they are not blaming themselves, right? Uh, Why I say that, again, in plain old way is like, look, Facebook has been kicking their users and treating their users, aka advertisers as well, very badly. And they don't want to acknowledge that. They've been banning accounts left, right, and center, and people got frustrated, right? They never invested in, like, analytics. If you have advertised in Facebook uh, over $10,000 a month, you know... Uh, the analytics, something you couldn't rely on, right? Facebook analytics was always way off. People had to use third-party tools to see if what they're doing, attribution was a problem. So obviously cost was rising. So what did they do? Between banning, rising cost, reporting, misreporting, things like that, they just moved to greener pastures, YouTube. I know a lot of people who used to spend money on Facebook uh, went to YouTube, right? It's just too much crap on Facebook. But anyway, Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg will not believe those things. They're going to keep blaming on Apple till the cows go home or come home. But hey, that's Facebook. Let them live with it. But we have other greener pastures to go to. And there's TikTok as well. Don't forget that. Anyway, with that, let's move on to the search. Uh, the revenue results from Google. Uh, Q4, their search revenue was $43.3 billion with a B. Yes, that's you heard that right. Uh, that was the result from Google search. Uh, and on YouTube, they generate about $8.6 billion. A smaller amount for YouTube. But 
Overall, Google has, uh, overall in the quarter, they had $61.2 billion in revenue, advertising revenue, by the way. Uh, so that's up from $46.2 billion in Q4 of 2021. Or 2020, 2020, it was 46.2, 2021 was 61.2 billion. So, I mean, you know, Google did pretty well. Obviously, you can see why they're doing well because, you know, a lot of people are jumping off of from um, Facebook, going into Google, going into Google, YouTube, people going to LinkedIn, people going to TikTok, people going into Pinterest, people are going everywhere except for Facebook, just because Facebook. You've been pretty bad. You've been the abusive partner, is what I can say. Anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on talking about Google's results. All I wanted you to know that Google did very well. Uh, the good news was that of the YouTube-generated uh, ads, YouTube has a history of paying up to 55% to their creators, which basically meant it made it made a lot of people rich. A lot of creators on YouTube became rich because of YouTube. Hey, anyone can you know go and... Uh, now you see there are positive ROIs to being on YouTube than it is on Google, Facebook. Okay, the on the Google update onwise, uh, Google Search Console domain properties can now be in search results. But of course, you have to be an authorized users for that domain. Number one and number two is you have to be logged in. But if you are logged in, then you will see you know your Search Console uh, domain properties result in one corner of the screen. Why this is helpful? It's because you know, oftentimes we forget to check the numbers, the dashboards. But if it's there, you're logged in, obviously it's going to be in your face and you can kind of make tweaks and things like that. So it's kind of helpful to be have to have that. Should I suggest that you start doing this? Absolutely. So what you have to do is uh, you have to keep, make sure you're logged into your uh, account and you do search your own business. And then when you do, it's going to show up and you don't have to go to yet another place uh, to um, check the numbers. Now, maybe you could make that your homepage right? And you can, um, you know, check that number every time you open a new tab, open your browser. That's a great idea to do. Um, other than that, there's nothing else, but it will definitely help you because now you can focus on uh, how many people are coming, what areas uh, you need to invest on and things like that. Okay. <clears throat> a little bit about uh, auto tagging and Google Merchant Center. Now, Google Merchant Center is something, if you have a web shop, if you're selling products online and you have a Google Merchant Center, this is something for you. Google Merchant Center now allows you to auto tag, uh, you know, free items, free listings, because remember, Google does allow you to do, uh, you know, free listings, uh, whether you are on uh, WordPress, WooCommerce or Shopify. And we covered this and then a lot of other platforms that allows you integration with uh, Google Merchant Center. And what what auto tagging does is you can put a extension like a click ID or UTM parameters, if you say, that will tell you in your Google Analytics report, like in you know, how many people actually uh, bought your product through that free Merchant Center listings. Now, why is this helpful? Well, you want to know where your sales are coming from, right? If you see a lot of people are coming from your Merchant Center, you probably want to focus a little bit more on Merchant Center and tweak it up and change your product description. But if you don't get any sales from that, you're like, oh, this is crap. Let's not look into it. That's what data-driven marketing is all about, folks. So this is an update for you. If you have, if you have a Google Merchant Center or you're selling products online, this is something for you. You must go and do it. Uh, this will be very helpful for you. Okay. The other thing on that is Google Ads launches a revamp partners program. Again, partners program uh, about 
two years ago, Google said, hey, we're going to change it. And then obviously it took them two years because of coronavirus pandemic to kind of you know, not make any changes. Overall, they came out and they just basically said the new, for the new partners program, you have to achieve an optimization score of 70%. So if say, imagine if Market & Grow, who is doing this podcast, wants to become a Google Partners Program, which by the way, side note, I don't want to us to become a market, uh, Google Partner. But if we did, we have to make sure all the accounts that we manage, we have to have an optimization score of 70%. That's one. Number two, we have to spend about $10,000 across all the managed accounts within a 90-day period, which we can obviously easily meet because we spend way more than that in 30 days. Okay, and have at least uh, 50% of our designated account strategies certified in Google Ads, which is also something we already have. So we qualify. But why don't we do that? It's just because of our own ethics and standards. Uh, we have covered this in the past. We don't. I don't want to get into it right now. Uh, and of course, if you become... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, any partners, if you if we meet the partners requirement and you're among the top 3%, then you become a premier partner. That's what it is, right? And the result is that Google is going to list us or anyone who meets these criteria into their partners directory. And they're going to say, this is a standard partner. This is a premier partner. All in all, uh, it's there. Why I don't like it personally is because there is an ad spend tied to it. That means we are now have to push our clients to spend more to become the premier partner. It's just a hamster wheel. Hey, would you trust a doctor who was partnered with a pharmaceutical and just pushing that pharmaceutical product? That's all where I will leave it right now. Okay, decide for yourself. With that, uh, let's move on to the next update. Google Consulates adver uh, advertises identity and verifi business verification. It's just that, you know, Google is planning, Google has been talking about it. Uh, they are going to verify advertisers' identity as well as businesses. Um, and what they have said is that, look, uh, we are going to streamline it. We're going to create one unified process so that, you know, people are not confused and we're going to take it from there. Uh, they rolled out a few things. You will know why you should care and you will know about it when Google emails you uh, with all the requirements. It's just that you want to make sure that um, you are on kosher. If not, Google is going to basically ban your account. That's all. Lastly, for this week was Google Ads introduces discovery optimization score and updates auto-applied recommendations. So disco uh, discovery... Ads are the new form of ads, and now Google is saying um, that, you know, we are going to come and give you optimization scores as well as tell you how your campaigns are doing, things like that. Now, remember, discovery ads are the latest in Google Ads offering. Uh, local campaigns are basically getting folded into discovery campaigns. Now, this is part of Google's strategy to basically go a full automation mode, Right. Uh, they dream of a world where, you know, everything they're going to, a small business is going to come in, they're going to give them the money and their ads are going to run and Google is going to magically get you customers. Unfortunately, the truth, the reality is that that never happens. You give Google a the money, they spend, you waste your money on a bunch of unrelated keywords and things like that. They learn from it and they will sometimes fix it. But overall, at the end of the day, your business lost a lot of money. Google made a lot of money. Their executives are happy. They report a very nice quarter. And now you have to figure out how do I make payroll for the next month or next quarter. But having said that, that's why you want to take a mix of automation as well as manual, right? So take all these updates that Google has announced this week uh, with a grain of salt. 
do not auto apply recommendations take them and analyze them one at a time especially the auto applied uh, uh, recommendations the second part of it is basically it's for agencies that are managing multiple accounts they're saying hey mr agency you can actually auto apply recommendation across all your accounts that you manage which i hope not all agencies do that but some agencies are going to do that what you want to do is you can or you can do cherry pick say hey i want this recommendation to apply across all my accounts at market and grow what we do is we do not try to do anything across the board because not two businesses are the same so we like to go into each individual account and apply and yes it does take a long time it does time consuming but that's the right thing to do right it's up to you who you are and who you want to believe and what kind of agency you want to work with but uh, i am just sharing this updates from google so that you know what it is uh it's going to give you uh, a score in discovery ads and you can see an optimization score to me optimization scores are just one of the data points it's not the data point okay uh that's it for for this week folks now you know everything you need to know uh if you'd like to read more make sure you visit our show notes page with that signing off your host Aziz Islam take care bye bye thank you for tuning in this week it was a pleasure to serve you all hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week same place same time for another round of this week in marketing